Welcome to the Not Your Average My podcast, where four Hmong American women working to move our community forward one conversation at a time. So tune in every month with Liz, Mayan, Monica, and Katie as we dive into politics, pop culture, and all things related to being Hmong American. Let's get it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. This is our one year anniversary episode. Woo! Yay. Um, happy one sorry. year. Yeah. Happy one year. And sorry for the slight summer session that we had. Um, there was a lot going on and we'll give really quick updates about that shortly here. Um, but we just want to say thank you to everybody who's followed us, supported us and who's tuned in in the last couple of months, the year or from, you know, whenever you joined not your average my podcast we are so grateful uh ladies do you like how 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 has everybody been it's been a long time since we've all talked and checked in so Mm -hmm. what's good what's bad what's what's going on hi everyone this is katie and i'll jump in first during our summer i graduated from grad school so i'm super happy and excited to be done with homework I also got a job offer that I'm really happy about. And of course, I accepted. And I'm just excited to be able to pay off my bills soon. Uh, hashtag adulting. Yes. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Congratulations, Katie. We're so, so proud of you. Um, I know that grad school life is hella hard because I'm going mm-hmm. through that right now. Yeah. So, so let's check in on you, Monica. How is grad school um, treating you? Yeah. So I started my MPA program in May uh, after I got engaged. Woo. Yay! So there's Congrats. been so much, yeah, that's been happening. And then like a month later, I actually um, haven't really shared this, but I was recently invited to join the board of legacies of war yeah Um, yeah so i'm really excited about sharing that advocacy work with the Hmong community the southeast asian community and everyone beyond i'm just really grateful again for legacies of war and the people who encouraged me and trusted me to do that work um so that's been really exciting but yeah dude grad school is hella hard and we started basically from like may to just like two weeks ago so Mm -hmm. i'm also burnt out but trying to rest um and yeah Dude, really and then just... you moved to alaska oh yeah i forgot oh my god yeah you guys i'm in anchorage right now because my partner nick has a one-year job here and all of my classes for fall have been moved to online only so we decided to move and i decided to just be here with him for this first fall semester and hopefully i'll be back in the bay in the spring when I do my capstone. Um, so mm-hmm. lots of exciting things. But yeah, real quick shout out. Like there's actually a Hmong flea market here. So I'm really excited to get to know the Hmong people here in Anchorage <laughs> yeah, and just hey. ask them why they live in Alaska. So yeah, that's the latest with me. Um, and we look and- forward to Monica expanding our listening ship. Um, yes. And our- in Alaska. Yeah. Yes, in Alaska. <laughs> so Monica. <laughs> yes. And oh, and I guess I'm doing GOTV stuff with Liz, maybe Liz can share a little bit more about that. Sure. Yeah, definitely. So I guess I didn't get engaged this summer. <laughs> but, um, as a consolation prize, um, I have uh, been given the title of one of the many co-chairs of Hmong Americans for Biden, just like Yay. Monica. Woo-hoo. And other giants, um, you know, in in our our community, and so you know, we put together an amazing dream team to get out the Hmong vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris this fall when we start voting for um, the the next occupants of the White House. Mm-hmm. 
Yes, and I, we had. Oh, oh go ahead. Yeah. No, I'll I go ahead, Manu. I watched the launch event, and it was amazing. Oh. Loved all of the speakers. I thought everyone was super on point. And Andrew Yang showed up. I was gonna say, how did you all? Who <laughs> wow. pulled the strings to get Andrew Yang to show up? I mean, his background was not mm-hmm. as professional as other people. I'm just gonna say that, dude. <laughs> I'm like, are you at a bar? Like, where are you at? But anyway, I thought it was great for him to show up and make that connection about to the Hmong community, right? Because I feel like he he really activated people to want to be part of the political process, especially for the mm-hmm. Hmong men and brothers within our community. Yeah. So. Liz, what did you, you know, Liz, Monica, what happened? Who pulled those strings? You got to ask Liz. I, Liz worked really hard this week. I'll be honest. She did not get any sleep. And I was like in the mountains here. So I had no service to help her. But um, yeah, Liz can talk a little bit more about that. Kudos to her and Dua, honestly, for, for working on that. Oh, thanks. But I will say, y'all, in between fighting bears, Monica was making fire graphics for us, right? Yep. And like doing all sorts of awesome social media. So Yay, just, just want to say she was she was fantastic when she could get reception. Yes. <laughs> thank in you. Between but Liz eyes. did the real work to get Andrew Yang for real, her and Dua. Yeah. So, um, you know, we we were really lucky. Um, we were able to lean on, um, you know, really awesome folks um, in the campaign like um, Howard O and Amit. Um, to help us get uh, Andrew Yang as our surrogate, who, you know, we know has really inspired a lot of um, the Hmong men in our community, uh, right, to to get involved in American politics like they haven't ever before. Um, Because, you know, for better or worse, right, like they really see themselves in Andrew. And so, um, really excited to to have just a whole team of really dedicated people to help us get um, the Hmong vote out this fall. And so you guys will be getting a lot of GOTV stuff from us. And I think that's going to be one yes. of our uh, upcoming episodes too from Now Your Average Mind, just because this year is so incredibly important. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, real quick before we continue off of that, what what's the latest with you? So, like Monica, I dun, dun, got engaged. I know it happened. Show up yeah. that ring. Let me see it. Yeah. I want to see it. Yeah. Woo, damn. <laughs> I, I know my friends were like, oh, you did a really good job with your ring because I did pick it up yes. with Tong. So, uh, yes. yeah, so we got engaged. <laughs> last month so so that yeah new news during news for the summer and then it's just been really busy i feel like we took a break but it's just been super busy even with covid going on i started a new job in march i know i had announced to the whole world that i was going to move to california and then it didn't happen <laughs> and then i was kind of disappointed okay, but i know life happens uh, it was just a great opportunity that I couldn't turn down. And it's been really busy, you know, really jumped into projects and working 50, 60 hours per week. That's kind of been reduced a little bit. So I'm really glad. But yeah, nothing much going on. Um, new job, engagement, we're looking at homes, you know, with all of these low interest rates, we got to jump on that, <laughs> jump on that soon. Yep. So that's the next step, really adulting in life. But yeah, <laughs> so um, proud of you. <laughs> yes, I mean, Dude, that's so exciting. And I feel like, yeah, this summer felt like was such a blur. I feel like we did so many things, even though we took a break from mm-hmm. the podcast. Um, our last episode we did was our Black Lives 
Matter series, right? And even that, I oh my god, that felt like so long ago, but it also felt like it was just yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe we can talk about that, ladies, like just debriefing and recapping our series with all of our guests. Which, by the way, shout out to um, everyone who joined us: Nancy from Hip, Kajol Vang from Freedom Inc., and Doctor Yang Lore from <laughs> UC Merced. Really, really grateful for everybody who joined us and shared their experience. And uh, maybe we can you know, talk about what we learned from that process. And even though we're, you know, no longer doing a series about Black Lives Matter, right? Like what else are we continuing to do? Because we know, right, that the activism doesn't stop and that the right for social justice and racial justice is is like a, a lifelong journey, right? And like, so what does that look like for us? Because we know Black people are still being murdered. Brown and Black mm-hmm. bodies are still not valued, right? And that struggle is absolutely tied with the Hmong community, right? So what is that? Yeah, what I don't know. What do you ladies think um, that, you know, what have we taken away from that? And what do we hope our listeners took away from that conversation? I guess I could go first. Um, I think Monica put it really well that, um, you know, I think being anti-racist um, is a lifelong effort, right? You know, I I know that I learned so much, especially from our conversation with Gajul, and I'm so grateful that, you know, she was able to spend time and drop some of her her gems and her amazing, you know, um, to, to teach all of us, right? You know, the history of, of like the police and, and, uh, you know, slavery and, and all of that. Um, and I think another thing, I guess my biggest takeaway was just recognizing like all the work that we still have to do, right? Mm-hmm. And like being able to see um, kind of like the gaps in, um, you know, how a lot of people, even in our generation, you know, still kind of like don't get it, like why, you know, merely like having, you know, a job that pays you $20 or $25 an hour, like is not enough, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like we have to fight for, you know, benefits, like time off, um, healthcare for, for us and everybody else and, you know, just so much more. Mm-hmm. So really, I think that's um, one of the things that I look forward to doing with, you know, our podcast um, as we as we go forward, um, you know, to to really engage in those conversations um, with with people who grew up like we did, but you know, who I don't accept that you know our fates are intertwined with the fates of you know our black brothers and sisters, etc., and other people of color, right? And mm-hmm. who are like, oh, like if I have a good job, that's okay, you know, that like you know other Hmong folks out there, other people, you know, have to rely on Medicaid to get healthcare, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, I, I was really proud of us to put on this series talking about Black Lives Matter and really helping folks that also understand how can how they can get involved or really understand the history of how all of our struggles and experiences are tied together, like Liz had mentioned, I've personally learned how important it is to meet people where they're at. I feel like I've been talking about racial yes. injustices or socioeconomic injustices since high school, and then, you know, learning or studying that as a major in college as well. Like I, I understand that that's also a privilege that I have and that people may not be there yet, but there's always space for people to grow and to change their hearts and minds. And, you know, with this podcast, I'm really hoping that we can continue to do that for folks and really also help them understand what compassion means. I recently watched the documentary called Stockton on my mind and you know, gosh, I, I just cry so much. Oh my gosh, anyway, yeah. I cry so much these days. Anyway, but when I watch that, I'm like, when I watch the documentary, I think about all of our mom, brothers and sisters and all of our community members growing up in these very poverty stricken 
in neighborhoods. And I really hope that through our podcast, we can make these connections for people. I think we really started the foundation with a Black Lives Matter series, but I'm hoping that we can continue to do that. Definitely. Um, reflecting and all of this really just like really made me aware of everything that's going on. And one of the, my biggest takeaways was that like we could never stop learning about it, even though we're like people of color ourselves, our stories and our experience are still very different. So even though we might be like parallel, it's not the same. So you can only learn more about each other and like the struggles that happen. I know this summer I've been um, keeping myself busy when I wasn't doing homework with like my own um, equity learning and equity just just, I guess, education. I attended some webinars with um, Dr. Allie Michael, who is like the author of White Woman Who Teaches Black Boys. And it's just been eye-opening to actually, even though I'm not white, there's still a lot of good tips that I can use because I'm not black myself. So it's like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we need to just learn more and continue the work. And like I said, yeah, like, some of the protesting has died down here in, in um, St. Paul and Minneapolis, you know, there's still some that are going on, but it's mm-hmm. not getting like coverage, but that doesn't mean that our work yep. stops. So yeah, I was going to say continue to work. Katie, along with that, I wanted to say it's so important to continue to listen to black people and what mm-hmm. they have to say, right? Like you can't yeah. just put up a freaking black box on Instagram and call that Call it a day, right? (laughs) So, you know, I a part of me is critical of people being engaged, right? Because I'm like, okay, some in some ways it's performative, but I also hope that you're continuing to be conscious and to learn and to actually take action and to listen to black people and you know, learn from their experiences and also do something about it, right? Not just post something on Instagram and be done with it. So I think that with all of these corporations making these statements in support of Black Lives Matter. I hope that they're also staying true to to the, to the mission of Black Lives Matter and actually doing the work. Um, so that's just going to be my critical piece for the day about that. I really appreciate that, Minya, because I think that's so valid. I And, you know, just to echo Katie and everything you all have said, like, I think the one thing I remember most from our conversation is when Kajua said, that our job is not to save black people. Our job is to get our own people, right? And then, yeah, to continue uplifting and listening to uh, black voices. And I am also really um, inspired. And I I wanted to say that, you know, even though the black square image on Instagram was actually born out of um, two black women who I think worked at Apple Music who were trying Mm -hmm. to get rich people and artists to do better, right? And to hold them accountable. I think the message kind of got twisted, right? And taken out of context. But I do think, right, like what you said, Minya, meeting people where they're at and at least getting them to spark that consciousness in them was important and it did happen. But yeah, we got to go beyond that and we got to continue doing the work and continue educating ourselves, right? Especially as Asian people who have many privileges, even though we've had our own you know, disadvantages, like we have many privileges, right, that we can still exercise uh, to do right by black and brown people. So thank you all for uh, sharing your experiences and your reflections on that. Um, And I guess going beyond that, I think it speaks volumes to where Not Your Average My has come, like after one year being in existence. And I wanted to ask you ladies, in this one year timeframe, like how have we grown and like how have you all grown individually as podcasters as individual women and um yeah just what are we excited about y'all like we should be so proud of ourselves i'm so excited and i can't believe we are yes. at yes. our one year mark right like this 
feels like such a long ass year because of COVID. Um, and, you know, despite the many, many tragedies and despite the many like downfalls and just, you know, setbacks, like I think there are so many things to celebrate. So what do, what do you guys want to celebrate? Um, I just want to say that I'm just so proud of us that we actually have something and we put it together, even though it took us a long time and it was like a rough beginning because we weren't sure what we were doing, but to know that we actually have listeners and to be featured on Spotify, that was amazing. And to just see our comments on yeah. Facebook with people having the same connections, you know, they felt that they understood that remind them of their mom or their dad or something like that to know that we're putting out things and people are listening to it was um, amazing. I know that we have these conversations among ourselves all the time but to actually be able to put that out there and be vulnerable for everybody has been like has been has been a great healing process for me mm -hmm. too. Yeah. I feel that like sometimes oh, yeah. as a woman um, mm -hmm. you have so many roles like whether in the employee, a mom, a wife, mm -hmm. a daughter, a daughter-in-law or something, to actually be able to take out time to like let me, you know, use my voice and to like just have a moment with myself and with you guys have been a really good um, journey and I hope to continue it more. Mm -hmm. I love that, Katie. That was beautiful, Katie. Thank you. I love sharing the space with you all too. And honestly, it's been really important to have some of the conversations that we've had during the pandemic, just because, you know, like all of our social interactions have significantly decreased. Mm -hmm. So it's been good to process, you know, a lot of things with you ladies. So appreciate that. That's a really good point, Katie. Yeah, I think I, I will echo absolutely just being really grateful for all of the highlights and all of the interest that we've garnered in the last couple of months from getting featured on Spotify for APAM month. Thank you to Kate, Nick's cousin for really helping us like get elevated. And then also then being contacted for interviews and being quoted and being referenced in reports about Asian American podcasts. Like that was a huge, I think, deal for us just to at least know that we're part of the history and we're making change and people are actually listening to us. Like, I think we all were like, oh, if we have one listener, you know, mm -hmm. if we change one mind, that's going to be good enough for me. And it is. But it's so nice to know that we have more than one person listening to us. Um, and just, yeah, really grateful to have this healing therapeutic session with you guys every month. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, I'm so proud that we were also featured on an independent radio station in SoCal. Yes. So yes, the yeah, the KSPC radio station, which is an independent radio station of the Claremont Colleges in Southern California. So I, I'm also really glad that they also amplified one of our Black Lives Matter series episodes yep. Uh, yep. with Dr. Yanglord. So yeah, I mean, really just echoing everyone's uh, reflections I I feel like this year was really taking that leap of faith and I still remember last year when you all wanted to have the launch party and to launch our website and to launch the first episode I really was so hesitant about that because as a perfectionist I wanted everything to be perfect and I felt like we weren't ready yet but with this team you all just really pushed me to be okay with uncertainties and without that I don't know when we would have been ready right until like somebody pushes you and until you take that leap of faith so this year has just been really taking that leap of faith like with the podcast with this new job with this engagement and really 
you know, I'm so proud that we're able to focus on the human experience and all of these, you know, like life is life is so joyful, but life can also be so hard. And I feel like our topics are about so many different aspects of life. And we're able to connect with people in so many different ways. Like I, I think for APAM, you know, I've gotten messages from people about how that resonated with them. And to me, like, that's, that's the real joy of this work about how our episodes are getting people to reflect about their own life experiences and you know what lessons learned can they take away so i i find joy in doing that and i'm so glad to work with a really great team and to work really hard and i think that, that was why we needed this break <laughs> because yes. i was just so burnt out to be honest yeah we did so much content um <laughs> but it was necessary right and i think in some ways like we were saying it, it helped us process everything that was going on so mm-hmm. I appreciate that. And thank you for sharing your your personal growth, Mania. Um, I think it was kind of the same for me. Um, I think that doing this with you ladies for the last year has really helped me get back in touch with my creative roots, which mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for. Um, you know, I just think – I remember I got like, you know, most creative – like the most creative award in, in kindergarten and something. And I think that as I've grown up and like, you know – become like who I am today I've really kind of forgotten a lot of that um I'd like to think um I come up with innovative solutions to problems um (laughs) but you know really have appreciated kind of you know doing more Canva being a quote-unquote maker and um doing the podcast with you ladies so thank you for that opportunity to to be creative again totally feel that Liz I feel like doing comms and graphics and putting up the website and just trying to edit episodes has like allowed me to learn all these new skills that I may or may not use in future jobs. So yeah, ladies. Gosh, keep, we're so well-rounded now. <laughs> I know. We, we totally are. Um, and yeah, I think that's a good segue into just really talking about like what we've learned about what it takes to start a podcast, mm-hmm. right? Like I know for me, it really was having the dedication and finding the energy and right I, I know y'all can can you know speak more to that but like dude this is like hella hard work and yeah. um you know just <laughs> so much investment being, yeah um yeah well, I mean what and what what else is needed you guys like it was such a struggle when we started um uh, and like now that we are a year in we've been so blessed with all the opportunities and exposure we've had that a lot of our peers are now reaching out to us right about mm-hmm. what it takes to start a podcast so maybe we can talk a little bit more about that besides the hard as hell work <laughs> <laughs> Katie, did you want to start? Wait. Yes, we can start. Um, I think that, you know, the most important thing is investing in a good mic. I know we spent (laughs) weeks and weeks trying to figure this out and arguing, going back and forth to see which one was good and which one wasn't. I mean, you need good mics to have good quality audio. And um, yeah, take it from there, Manya. Oh yeah, technology. And FYI, we all have Yeti mics. Yes, we <laughs> well, do. Just oh now, but I started with a twenty-seven dollar yes. mic from Amazon. Yeah, yeah we've been we telling Liz to step it up. So. <laughs> yeah. Well. So right. So there was that, but then I think also, you know, we were we just did like we we were like learning on the go, right? Yeah. Um. We previously used Discord to record. I mean, so we we've been experimenting with like different software. Um, and like different sound mixers, um, you know, and, and then like Monica was saying, you know, learning to do comms, like um, I had the opportunity to do a couple comms training sessions through, um, you know, my fellowship with New Leaders Council. So, you know, discovered 
things like Wave, which helped mm-hmm. us close caption some of our, you know, our our clips of our our episodes. Um, so, I mean, it, it's it was it, it's been like a whirlwind year, just learning how to do everything from production to mm-hmm. you know marketing of our content. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just had to yeah. we just like rolled with the flow. <laughs> I was gonna say there. I think each person brings a different set of skills to the team. Like I'm not that passionate about marketing, but I know how important it is. <laughs> so then for me, like I'm focusing on content development and thinking about like, what's the story that we're trying to tell in each episode, right? So all of us having to agree on a topic and then doing the research, thinking about these talking points and coming prepared to record. So for me, like I'm always thinking uh, of the content development. So that's such an important piece. And you also want to make sure that your content development aligns with your mission, right? So going back Mm -hmm. to, you know, what is your branding and how can that set you apart from other podcasters or what are you passionate about? So, you know, besides technology, besides social media, marketing, the content development piece, like your branding is also really important. Monica, I'm not sure if you have any other ideas to to add to that. Yeah, I think initially, since this is part-time work also in a volunteer gig, I think you also just have to expect and be ready to like invest your own dollars into it because you believe in it, right? Mm -hmm. Like it might be hard to justify like, oh, we're spending $100 on a mic. Like, is that really necessary? And then at the end of the day, yeah, Katie was right. Like it is necessary. (laughs) I think Katie was the first one to buy the Yeti mic. Yeah. And like when we heard her sound call, we were like, damn, yeah, put that money in. And so we invested in like a Zencaster account that allows us to record over the web. And then we invested in the website, right? Because we wanted to provide additional resources to the community. Mm -hmm. We didn't just want to be a podcast, right? We wanted to make sure all of our listeners could have a takeaway to uh, reference back to, right? And so I think, yeah, on top of that, and then just, again, you mentioned this earlier, Mania, just uh, having like that niche, like making sure you know what sets you apart from other podcasts, right? Because anybody can get together and talk. Anyone can get together, <laughs> record and put them on the right. air. And that's what you do this for. And that's what I, and people do do that. Mm-hmm. And if they're lucky, they do have listeners. Right? And we've been really fortunate to just have a network of people who support us. And so I, I think that's my last bit, right? Also, is just making sure you have a niche and also not being afraid to ask for help. Mm-hmm. And really leveraging your networks, right? And leveraging the people around you and getting the free help where you can because <laughs> it is really hard Thanks. and expensive. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, our baby sister, mine and Liz's baby sister, who like really helped us do all of our social media this summer. And then Lee, Liz's really good friend, who did a lot of our pro bono graphic marketing digital media, marketing yeah. uh, things for our podcast because we don't have the skills for it. We have other skills and we just did not have the time, right? We just did not have the time on top of our day jobs. We're doing this. And then on top of our uh, podcast, we have other responsibilities, right? And so I think just being vulnerable and Mm -hmm. uh, maybe Liz can add on to that. Yeah, I think um, maybe what the word you're looking for is intentional, right? Yes, I think. Monica, what Monica said was spot on, right? We put together the website to make sure that we had resources, but we wanted to be intentional about our mission and why we're putting together the podcast. You know, it was to be a service to, you know, other women, other Hmong women in our community. And, you know, similarly, like with Lee and Monica, Abina, right? Like Lee is a marketing consultant in her day job. And so, you know, we're really grateful to have had her help us be intentional. And I always say, to be intentional about our marketing and, you know, making sure that um, we are reaching the people that um, 
we want to reach. Right. And so we started <laughs> like just kind of like we said, learning on the go, like, you know, doing hashtags, whatever. But um, Lee really brought a level of professionalism to our marketing that I don't think would have been there totally. if we hadn't taken the time and the numerous hours with her, right, mm-hmm. to to learn everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I think there's so many other things that we might have left out, but those are probably the main big ticket items that I think or that we think are necessary. And of course, we're always open to questions. If folks have, you know, more interest or inquiries about starting a podcast, feel free to just contact us or DM us. And we'll also put together an infographic or a one pager on just, you know, some of the things that you'll need to get started. Mm-hmm. And forward i i don't know maybe ladies yeah what are y'all looking forward to um in the future of not your average my i I think for me we definitely want swag and so we're gonna get out so um look out for that listeners we're working on that just waiting on our updated branding identity again and yeah you know just looking to grow this some more and hopefully do this full time in the future (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think for me, I want to continue to amplify other Hmong American creators or artists or, you know, community members um, who are doing really great work. So I really want to feature, you know, up and coming Hmong American artists on our podcast and continue to partner with community organizations that are doing really great work. I know that, you know, get out the vote is super important. So more to come on that as well. Um, but really like continuing to be vulnerable with you all, our listeners and sharing experiences, but then also getting to hear your stories. Like I'm really hoping for more engagement and, you know, getting to know our listeners and hearing your stories about what's going on, like with so many different political, social political events going on. Like I really want to hear from, from you all as well. Real quick. Maybe this means this year. Or in this next season, we'll do a live session with her. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> live session. Out, and once we can, you know, conjure up the courage to do it. <laughs> yeah, but but yeah, live also with video because I know some of you guys are curious mm-hmm. when we will, you know, come on fully glammed up for everybody. <laughs> These days, we're still in our Zoom bodies where you know we look nice on top, pajama bottoms. Oh, for so. real, that's okay. Sometimes too. I just roll out of bed to go to, to work. Dude. Same, same, but no one needs to know that. I know. Um, Hopefully no one at work is listening to this. (laughs) Uh, Liz, any, or anyone else, any closing thoughts and, you know, where we see my, not your average, my headed and uh, what our listeners can expect. Um, I would like us to do another episode with our partners. I thought that was like a fun process Mm -hmm. and to get like their point of view and just to have these conversations with our partners. Um, I thought it was fun and it was healthy and it gave me like more insight on what my partner thought about a lot of different things mm-hmm. when we talked about domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Like I knew that mm-hmm. and I felt that, but it's like to hear him actually support that or support me or just, you know, females was like really empowering and to know that we're in this together. So, you know, uh, I think that would be fun to invite them back on. Mm-hmm. Confession. Yeah, I drank mm-hmm. half a bottle of wine when I recorded that episode with Tong. <laughs> Why were you nervous? Yeah. Or I was, was so nervous. nervous. We both Aww. were so nervous. 
this is why so there was so much laughing in that episode but no but that's good episode. yeah you gotta get loose you know yes you get that's loose. good I mean but definitely also bright props to our partners for supporting us in this um you know past year and props to Tong for being one of our first fans right oh yeah mm-hmm. like, the at the beginning. yeah yeah for and, sure. and for Matt, just always keeping it real and telling us, like, oh, that's pretty boring. You guys got to speak. <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, absolutely appreciate all of our partners. Um, and, yeah, hopefully this next season, y'all, we will have more engagement. So if anybody is looking for something new, please feel free to reach out with your topics, your ideas. Like, we'd love to hear from everybody. Um, and, yeah, we just want to continue uplifting the voices in our community. So thank you all so much. To all of our listeners, our fans, our supporters for being on this journey with us. It's been one year, ladies. Like, you know, I just want to give kudos to all of you and many thanks for being on this process and journey with me, with each other, mm-hmm. um, and to all of our listeners. So, you know, either if you joined from the beginning or just a couple months ago or a couple days ago, like, really, really grateful for all y'all. Continue to follow us on our social media platforms. We'll see y'all soon. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Thanks everybody. Thanks, everyone. Thanks.